What's that? Monday, Monday. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, God. Hey, can I just tell you I have a HomePod at my house? Your what? A HomePod. A HomePod? Yeah, HomePod. You know, that popular device that Apple makes? Oh. Like a... The Apple version of the Siri or of the Alexa. Oh, okay. So I have a HomePod at home, mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, was messing around talking to my wife, and I was like, "You know what really suck is if Barry had one of these, because you say, hey Siri, to start it off.'" And I was sure. like, "Hey, sorry," and it kicked on. Mm-hmm. So every time I go and I'm like, "Hey, sorry," and it'll start up. I'm like, "Oh man, Barry's existence would suck with one of these." Well, I'll tell you this: I uh, I have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you I say work- sorry a lot and does it light up? No, but I uh, it doesn't light up for sorry. But <laughs> I work with someone whose first name is Sarah, mm-hmm. and quite often that'll hey, you should pull your phone out and say, Hey, sorry, and see if it lights up. You don't want you don't want to know, do you? No, that's the whole reason why you won't do it. No, no, because you already know <laughs> exactly. Anyways, uh, hi, I'm Carson. I'm Barry. Welcome to the Black Door Music Argument. Hey, hey, it's Monday here. I don't know what day it is where you're at. Well, I mean, we release on Tuesdays, so at least... Well, I don't know. I guess I could listen to it anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Including Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> you know, what really pisses me off about that is that it made my brother right. Mm, only partially, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have loyal listeners. They just won't tell us if there's a problem. It's just that loyalty <laughs> ends with if there's anything that keeps it. So they, it's like... Like, oh, it's a little cloudy? Nah, we're good. Nah, I can't listen. We're good. Can't today. No, but uh, today we decided to uh, focus in on one of my longtime favorite bands, though I haven't been listening to their recent stuff, so we're going to put a stop on... When is recent for you? Um, 2007. Okay, all right. Um, but uh, the band Garbage... And this is kind of a part of a bigger discussion, which we'll go into in another episode. We'll just touch on the very edge. Just tip. Uh, to say that uh, uh, Butch Vig and the co-founder of Garbage, Steve Marker, who also founded Smart Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, where uh, a little-known band... Uh, recorded Smashing Pumpkins Gish, Smashing Pumpkins Gish. Oh, is that not the band? No, that's that's the band that recorded there, and then they Garbage they also <laughs> recorded there. Garbage also. <laughs> Actually, there's a huge list of of local there's stuff. A, there's one a of the lot of bands that are recorded there. No, one of the uh, <laughs> one of the interesting things is that you know Butch Vig and and uh, Steve Marker didn't have any direct like education in sound engineering, mm-hmm. and they were parts of a bunch of bands uh, growing up in college, and uh, they uh, decided, hey, if we're you know we're sitting here in Madison, Columbia is not knocking on our door to record us, so if we want to record something, we'll have to do it ourselves. So they scratched together some stuff and, and some and everybody else. They were recording just local bands, right? Like, we just need to get well. That's the thing. Quantity. They started <laughs> recording themselves, and mm-hmm. then basically they said, oh hey, you know if you want a recording. Bring this tape. Bring a case of beer and five bucks, and and you can have a a, a recording of yourself. So that's how they pretty much started. So yeah. they recorded a ton of people, and that was in the early '80s, which I think is part of it. Where it's like there's when we start talking about some of these bands that, that were really like coming out of there, which we'll, I think we can dig more into Smart Studios. This is kind of a yeah. Episode, we just want to touch you know, on just Smart touching Studios. on some of this. Yeah. 
Like they started in the early 80s, but the album that they're most known, that Butch Vig and Smart Studio is probably most known for was Nevermind by Nirvana. Right. Didn't mean to cut you off in there. No, that's good. I even left a pause for him to go, but I, I didn't go. I was like, well, I've already taken that. I've just taken the wheel now. You know? I, I just didn't want to say like, you know, another one, and you're, you're as I say, like, never mind. You're like, no, not never mind. <laughs> Smashing Pump. I already did it. I already, I already ran that right. course. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they they recorded with uh, Butchvig recorded with Nirvana in California, and then brought the masters back and mixed everything at Smart. So it wasn't recorded at Smart, but mm-hmm. it was mixed there. And basically, um, no secret. After that, like that was his calling card album. Everybody wanted that, uh, you know, that Northwest sound. It was and that, it was the not quite as alternative as other alternative recordings, not quite as polished as some of the pop. It's right in that middle. Right. And that's where that sound lives. Yeah. And he wanted to take this really dark music and add a bit of poppiness to make mm-hmm. it more marketable. And that's exactly what he did with Garbage. He added layers he uh, another thing to point out was he talked about some of the production side of things where there were there were just bands that were just kind of pumping out this you know drums bass guitar drums bass guitar and he like sampling was really becoming a bigger thing there not just in like hip-hop right and he wanted to play with it like yeah it's a musician who wants to play (laughs) yeah and that's the thing like because you're always saying you know to me it was like no no it's effects used as music not just Mm -hmm. and and this is one of those bands where i totally get all of that because they use tons of effects but mm-hmm. then also you'll have you know you'll have steve marker's guitar just coming in like he's playing with gnr or something you know mm-hmm. like uh not that he goes into great big solos because he doesn't like doing that but he they they you don't know what <laughs> type of music this is they almost def- uh, defy any uh genre now we'll go ahead and jump in so we're sure. mainly talking about three albums here and, and we're covering a lot. We're kind of just doing four albums. I'm sure I listen to all of them. I mean, I'm okay. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and pull it up. Okay. I feel like I listened to one album that was just kind of a continuous mix that, like, it just kind of left all of their B-sides just on the album. And it was just divided, divided over four albums, air quotes okay. there. I feel like there's progress, but at the same time, like, it all kind of sounded like it was just not even written at a different time, just kind of a continuation. And for me, I didn't feel there was a ton of growth. That's not that I didn't like it. It was just that it was, I really feel like there was a really strong album. And then there were follow-ups to this really strong album, just trying to recreate the magic. That can be fair. Yeah. I mean, I am a, I've been listening to the four albums for (laughs) like 20 years. What were those four albums? Okay. So we got Garbage, Garbage Version 2.0. Then we've got uh, Beautiful Garbage mm-hmm. and Bleed Like Me. Yeah. You you didn't think I could name them. Well, actually, I'm curious because later on I'm going to go through my text messages because I don't think Bleed Like Me was included in our list, but I'm going to go ahead and pretend like I listened to it. I okay. totally listened to it. Well, I'll say this. <laughs> um, it let uh, We don't have to go in order, any order. Bleed Like Me mm-hmm. seems to be like Bleed Like Me, or sorry, Garbage version 2.1. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's kind of it where I think beautiful garbage takes a step in one direction, bleed like bleed like me takes a step slightly back. So I will just go ahead and say, 2.0, I enjoy it. I Mm -hmm. really like it. Honestly, there are songs that I would say are my favorite 
mm-hmm. by them is on that album. Now, I will say, Only Happy When It Rains, love the song. Yeah. I really do. Always love it. And I feel like someday I'm going to find a cover of it that I love even more. Sure. Kind of like how the song Tainted Love, I enjoy covers of the song yeah. more than the original. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I don't appreciate the original. Exactly. And that's the way I feel about Only Happy When It Rains. And not just Richard Cheese versions. I'm talking about like something <laughs> that actually unpacks the emotions of it. And that's something I'm waiting for. Yeah. I don't have it yet. Um, I think that for me, um, it's I think I'm Paranoid. Mm-hmm. Is actually probably my favorite, but it has like verse. The bridge is almost a chorus in and of itself, and it has a chorus. And I find yeah. that somewhere in that mixture between the bridge and the chorus is just what gets stuck in my head. And having listened to a lot of garbage this week, and I'm not just talking about Nickelback. Oh, oh. no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, having listened to a lot of it, that is the track that stays out with me mm-hmm. over these three, four albums that I right. was listening to. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny because it feels like. Garbage, the self-titled album, was mm-hmm. just written as like pure pop. We want to make a make a record and sell it to the people. Right. Well, this is not our artistic stamp. This is not us trying to be true to ourselves. I think they were true to themselves, but they wanted to make something and and sell it. Yeah, and they I, and I feel like fun. it was it was how do we have fun doing our art yeah. but be successful. Right. They wanted to make something and not just have it sit on the the floor. They wanted mm-hmm. to have it moving out the door, people paying for it, and it worked. It mm-hmm. was first of all, you have uh, a couple double platinum? I forget. I'm pretty forget. sure that both that and 2.0 were double platinum at least. Yeah, I th- it was it was pretty big. I can't re- remember exactly what it was, but it it I believe Garbage Self-Titled is their biggest seller ever. And then uh, they had a couple great hits on it, Only Happy When It Rains, um, Stupid Girl, those tracks just used in a ton of different media. Mm-hmm. You've heard it on the radio. you heard them in Only in Happy movies. When It Rains was even in Captain Marvel just fairly yeah. recently. And, and what's interesting is, let's go back just a little bit. So you've got three guys, uh, Steve, Butch, and uh, Duke, uh, Duke Erickson, have this band garbage. They're three guys. Now, Butch and Steve, uh, engineers, uh, producers, work with a bunch of, guy, of, of bands that are four dudes. Mm-hmm. And what they all si- get sick of is the dude drama. Mm-hmm. And so what do they say after, I think, Steve and Butch tried to sing mm-hmm. as the lead singer of their band for a couple months? We need a girl. Mm-hmm. So they found Shirley Manson. Over in Scotland, mm-hmm. she had just stopped uh, fronting Angelfish. I mean, it's kind of still a band, but they had kind of had a lot of. Uh, I think they had an album and were supporting it. And then, and which, then if you're not familiar with Angelfish, just FYI, all of these members had been like, they essentially had band after band after band preparing for Garbage, and then they had more afterwards solo right. careers. Like, the catalog is huge. That's yeah. why again we are shrinking to. Three apparently right. four albums, right? And that's why, like, like Butch Vig and Duke Erickson were in uh, Spooner and Firetown, and uh, so they were they had a long long history working together. And so anyway, these dudes who were basically the generation before they're basically boomers and bring in Shirley Manson, who's a uh, who's a child of the '80s. You know, I mean, uh, they get her at the end of a tour to come to Madison, Wisconsin from Scotland to uh to record. Now the the record the recording studio is this 
cut up old building. Mm -hmm. They said, here, you sit up here with a microphone. We'll be playing downstairs. Don't worry. You'll be able to hear us go. And she's like, what am I supposed to do? Well, she had wrote that she's a singer songwriter, even though she's never written anything. She kind of interviews, uh, sings a bunch, goes back and they called her and they said, we thought your audition went horrible, but we still think you're for us. Could mm -hmm. you, do you want to come back and give it another try? And she said, yes. And that's when they, they, they decided to start working on the album. She started writing the lyrics. She had already started writing some lyrics that ended up in the album. And that's when Shirley Manson up in Scotland just found out how cold cold can be in Madison, <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> now, I think the other thing to point out just here in timing, and I realize like we're really just talking about garbage, not even the music so much, but just more of time frame. Um, and maybe we'll just cut Eat. it and have a follow-up. But I mean, um, talking about this timing, Butch Vig had already done yeah. Nevermind at this point. Right. Like he he already has like his calling card, the thing that people know him for. He's done before he's moving forward. I kind of liken this to the Beatles, where they've already played in you know in in Germany for a mm -hmm. long time, and finally had time and money to sit and work on their actual. Which music. a lot of people would find very funny if you're talking about the argument of like which is the which side for Butch Vig's career, because Butch Vig has had he's he's had a successful career in multiple facets, not exactly. just behind the desk, right? But also in up on stage. Yeah. So I mean, well, and all these, all the people of in garbage are like have multiple uh, careers. Like mm -hmm. uh, Duke is a film producer, uh, and uh, Shirley is an actress now. And you know, and Butch has done different projects. And I, I, there's not, there's less on Steve. So you know, you know how we do our research, Wikipedia. So, <laughs> uh, but I anyway, the, the big reason why we started looking at this was just because like there's there's garbage the band, but then also Butch Vig. Yeah. has a crazy history. And one of the things right. that we're trying to look at is kind of backing up at the producers that are stepping behind the desk or right. stay behind the desk or how all of that kind but of But it's interesting. Plays. Even though he's behind the desk and now stepping right. on stage, he still doesn't want to be the front man. Right. And, and it's interesting, like he said, he wanted to pull in a woman, specifically a woman who wasn't screaming. He wanted somebody to, who could use her, their softer voice mm -hmm. to pull people's uh, interest in, not just project their interest out right and so they go through they make this very successful pop album then they make version 2.0 so but version 2.0 was named that because of all the software always had versions and they were like oh we're doing this so much on pcs this is garbage version 2.0 however i feel like shirley and some of the other guys think that the name was bad now that we're uh, they they feel that the version 2.0 name wasn't very good but it sold pretty good it sold good, and that's what matters. And then right on the heels of that, they had uh, The World Is... Ugh, the wor the World Is Not Enough. The, the James Bond enough. Yeah, movie. James Bond, uh, a James Bond uh, song, which uh, actually, yes, it's a garbage, only because all the people in garbage worked on it, but I believe it's credited to Shirley Manson, and they submitted it. They had bad weather, couldn't make their plane to L.A. for the premiere. So they went to a theater in Madison. And the first time they heard it was at a, at a theater that they paid full price to attend. And they said, huh, that doesn't sound anything like what we sent them. <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> Which was kind of interesting. Then came uh, Beautiful Garbage, which actually is one of my favorite albums. Gross. It's, it's uh, gross. Really? 
Honestly, I'm sorry, man. That's the one I just couldn't get through. You couldn't? I mean, I did, yeah, but I not in one listening. Um, it's it's one of those albums where I I feel like the the maturity level of the band and like what she's what uh you know the lyrics are talking about really comes into more of a mature like let's talk about real business. I mean, I, you know, Shirley's always been uh kind of known as a a you know feminist icon that quotes around that because I'm not naming it, but um, you know, and then she comes out with a a, a song called you know Cherry Lips, and uh, it's you know it's always it's kind of on the thing of, in the realm of stupid girl, but where she she writes this song that gets in your head and it's like you know who's who's taking advantage of who, and I don't know th- that song is one of those very poppy song on that album. You've heard that song, right? Mm -hmm. Very poppy song on the album. What's really interesting is I was listening to some interviews actually at the times that it came out. That song made the album, but didn't make, I don't think it made the tour for like a year and a half because they couldn't find a way to play it live because of all the sampling and everything. And they didn't want to just play a recording where, you know, Shirley's singing her own backup. So it's like they really had to work on engineering it. So it was a performance, not just, replaying a recording but so what didn't you like about that album it was just it just seemed really flat to be honest like honest i feel like in general just garbage kind of has this like if you took like the grunge sound of the early 90s watered it down a bit and sprinkled some pop on it with pop sprinkles that's kind of what garbage is and i feel like there's not although there may be some technicality just the way it sounds it just sounds wash, rinse, repeat. Now, again, I'm listening to it from a threshold of like, this is really the first time I've gone through and yeah. listened to it. Right. And so for that, where you're like, okay, well, there's just not as much growth as you'd hear with some others. It just kind of, when you're listening to them in, in succession, you you had years with it. And mm-hmm. for me, it just was like, ugh, I got to that one. And I'm like, I'm going to go back to version 2.0. Like it's, version 2.0 ha- seemed more alive. And I know that when yeah. you're talking about the maturity, I'm talking about strictly like the production sound. Yeah. Didn't sound as mature. It sounded like if that one, if you would have told me that was the first one they'd done, and they're like, oh, okay, all right. They're, they're well, figuring I think, stuff out. I think one of the things they did was they, they're still doing samples and mixing, but I think they, you know, where version 2.0 is a very layered, tons of stuff going on. It at, sounds every, thick. Right. Version uh, uh, Beautiful Garbage is kind of like stripped down. Hmm. And there's a lot. And I don't I'm know. trying to remember which tracks there are, but there's one that it's like, oh, we don't really know what to do. Just turn on more chorus. Just more chorus effect and you're gold. Like, <laughs> well, but we already have chorus running on the guitar and on the vocals. And just, did, I'm sorry, did I say a little bit of chorus? No, all the chorus. Put on all the chorus. All of it. Is there another chorus effect that we're not using? Turn it on. Like, So, version, oh, sorry, Beautiful Garbage came out in uh, 2001. One week before September 11th. And... Um, I saw an interview where, you know, Butch was talking about, he's like, it was a real tough time and it was a tough time for everybody. And I really felt bad about myself because we had just released this and, you know, a lot of about how much money you make on an album is what happens the first several weeks after it comes out and they couldn't tour, they couldn't support it, they couldn't do anything. And then he was like, I'm thinking about money when all these people died and the world is going to hell. So he's, he's, 
you know, he was like, he just conflicted about the whole thing, which I can understand. You know, he's and, in the music and being business. for this, it commercially did not perform as well it as did not Garbage perform. Garbage 2.0. And it could be because of when it was released. And as Carson says, could be because it's just not a good a good enough album. I'll go with that one. I, if, I, if I could go see Garbage and know they weren't going to play anything off that, I'd probably go see him. <laughs> No, that's too far. I'm sorry. That's okay. inappropriate. Inappropriate. Well, so after kind of a, a rough spot with not being able to tour for a while, they, they kind of went and supported the, the, the album, and then they, they released uh, Bleed Like Me. Um, well, they didn't. Sorry. They were recording Bleed Like Me, and actually uh, the band was starting into some real sticky interpersonal things. Uh, Butch Vig, uh, it's been said, was kind of like the glue, the guy who, like, he doesn't want to fight. He wants to get everybody to work together. Butch Vig one day, uh, you know, Shirley was saying, this isn't, this album's not going to work. It's not going to work. Just, he's like, yeah, it is. It is. And then he got out of the room, and he's like, oh, shit, this album's not going to work. And he said he, he got in his car, drove to the airport, and flew to L.A. <laughs> and he was like, you know what? I felt so relaxed when I got on that airplane, knowing I didn't have to work with those people that, that next day. <laughs> so, uh, interesting. But they got back together after a couple more weeks. You sure this wasn't the, 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 other, tra the other album? Because nope. the other album would have made more sense. No, it was... I mean, I didn't listen to that one. But, I mean, I'm just making an assumption here. Uh, no, so <laughs> they did get back together. They released it. And then mid-tour, they... They had had uh, in Australia. They but they all just said, "It is time. It's it's time to be done," and they all just stopped. And this is when I was you know listening. Uh, Two thousand five. I was like, like on blogs, like, ah, oh, you know, I want to see a I want to see a garbage show. And all of a sudden, tour canceled. And I, was, I like remember seeing it the, the week after it happened. I was like, well, what? <laughs> is hey, guess what? You're not going to see <laughs> garbage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's when I thought they just broke up and never released any more music until a while. It's, I mean, I've known it for a while. I've seen mm -hmm. it out there. But, yeah, they totally went on hiatus. Uh, they, they the first time. Yeah. They released some. Um, they went on hiatus a couple times. So. Well, yeah, okay. Settle down. I'm not going to say it's garbage, but, like, they went on hiatus a lot. <laughs> Well, that's because they all have different projects and different careers. And that is something I will absolutely, yes. And it's not, it's not like anyone ever stopped. Like, there are bands that are like, well, right. we're on a hiatus, and they just are done. Yeah. It's more like, hey, we're going on hiatus to do all this other stuff that's going to energize. Right. And then they come back. Yep. And, um, but, yeah, they, they got back for a reunion in 2007, and then they got back in the recording studio writing new, uh, new stuff in 2010. And so... I actually don't know much about the new stuff, but uh, not your kind of people. Uh, there was a record store release that I've never heard. Strange Little Birds, and then uh, No Gods and No Monsters. Sorry, No Gods, No Masters. Not mo no monsters. Apparently, there are no ma there's there's oh, monsters. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> garbage ha and and they still have the original lineup, the original band, mm -hmm. is which I can respect. Which, which is really interesting. And I think mm -hmm. part of that is, you know, they, when they, they're willing to call it and just say, you know what, I need a break. Mm -hmm. I need to get away from you guys. They, they do, and they go do something else. They'll, they all know that they can go work with some other people and say, hey, you know what, I got an idea for a song. You guys want to get back together? And, and they do. So. so something I do want to do is I, I do want to get us kind of stopped here pretty quick just because I want to make sure that we have some room to talk about some of those other things that they do. And this is coming up over the next 
six months, year, 15 mm-hmm. years, kind of depends on whenever we get to it. No. But, like, there's there's a lot of stuff that they did. And, again, Butch Vig has been involved with a lot of stuff. Right. Well, that's why, I yeah, I didn't want to get too much into the the, the pre-garbage Butch Vig, you know, kind of the kind of the pole items we mentioned briefly, mm-hmm. but we don't want to go into. And we'll talk about more of this later. But if you guys have any interest in listening to uh, some pretty good music, I, w- I would say check Garbage out. Yeah, version 2.0. And that's really the, the thing you need to listen to. Well, their self-titled release is Yeah, it's, it's pretty okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're willing to give something a try, you know, maybe Beautiful Garbage. Well, I, I mean, you know. <laughs> I'll be honest. Butch Vig was here. I'd be like, well, I can appreciate it. But man, that version 2.0. <laughs> Oh, you know, you know, and this is why Kirsten gets punched places, and that's okay. Sucker punching, getting sucker <laughs> punched is fun sometimes. Well, I've been wanting to talk about Garbage for a while because it it is one of my favorite bands, and as one as someone who gets called out for not liking uh, effects or, mm-hmm. or sampling, uh, I gotta say that's not correct. It's just maybe just the effects and sampling. It's not that, that I like it. I only like it when I like it, and I, you guys can't do it otherwise. Yeah. Because you're wrong. Look, I mean, garbage can sample. But can I know. just say, and this I'm just going to wrap it up because I don't want to listen to you talk about I listen to you talk about effects enough. No one else has to deal with it. I'm shielding you all from this. <laughs> but um, can I just give out the biggest points possible to the name garbage? Because I just love how much I'm like, man, this is garbage that I'm listening to. This garbage, 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 yeah. garbage, garbage. Don't make that into a drinking game. You'll all be dead. So, yeah, yeah, points to them. No, and that's the thing. Like... Uh, uh, they'd got, you know, a lot of people going, hey, why, why garbage? And they're like, you know what? We, if, if, if it's not for you, it's not for you. But if it's for you, you won't care what it's called. It's very true. Very true. Well, for Black Door Music Argument. Oh, no, you said it right. Podcast. Podument. Oh, no, you got busted. Garbage bag full of fire. Oh, I've been Barry. No, and I've been Karsten. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Please mind. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, it's cold outside. outside.